Dude, I thought we were bros. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Tuesday, June 27th, and I am Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And dude, bruh, we're totes bros. And I'm Michael Judson Barry at M. Judson Barry on socials. And now, bruh, let's get into these headlines. Today, as the search for the Titan submersible closes, so do our odds of getting into heaven, thanks to all the memes we've been liking and sharing. We've rounded up all of the Titan content you may have missed because when the sub goes low, we go lower. And next up, the future of casual entertainment is here. The Allen is the perfect toy for you. We unpack this Bill Hader cap cut trend that is all over TikTok. Finally, me, go to hell, I'm already there, diva. We get into the TikTok sound, letting users share their own personal versions of torture. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. But first, a brief little break. Just the briefest of little breaks. And we're back. Hi, Paris. (gasps) Hi, Michaela. How are you doing? I'm recovering. Uh, This weekend was Pride Weekend in New York. And I was very proud. I was one of the Pride ambassadors for New York Pride. So like a social media ambassador. So I got to go to Pride Island all day yesterday. And Christina Aguilera was the headliner. (gasps) And let me tell you, she brought it. It was, um, I was always a big Christina fan, but I'd never seen her live. And she came out and basically did like best ofs. She did everything we wanted. She wore this amazing rainbow bodysuit and she just sang her face off. And she's And the vocals were there? uh, Are they there? Uh, They were uh, so good. Um, I'd love to hear that. Oh, and she's so supportive and lovely. Like she would talk in her messages of just like loving yourself and accepting your inner beauty. Oh, amazing. She's been there. She's been an ally. She has. She was amazing. And whoever's doing her face, I sign me up. Um, Ooh, the work is looks, actually. I just saw a great photo of her in she, Lord's either bathtub, that, or she's just aging brilliantly. But like, I don't yeah. know how old she is, but she looks the same. And but more importantly, though, the vocals, the performance, incredible. Yeah, it was an amazing way to close out Pride Weekend. I loved it. Oh, that really warms my heart, Michael. Pride is here. And Christina Aguilera Mm -hmm. has always been a huge ambassador of Pride. Um, Somebody else who has recently become an ambassador of Pride, at least on my personal timelines, Michael, Uh is a figure on the internet now known as Katie. Listeners, let me take you into a bit of Katie's backstory. (laughs) If you're on Twitter, you may have seen a 3D animated white woman with pigtails, enormous breasts, and a skinny, tiny little waist in the most cursed animated style you've ever seen. Um, Uh It's a very strange film that I've looked into. It's a Czech film, like Czechoslovakia, which I couldn't find it on a map if you paid me to. Uh, It's called (laughs) Goat Story, an old Prague legend. It's from 2008, but the animation style looks like they're using technology from like 1999, Uh because it's like Czechoslovakia, you know what I mean? It's not like Pixar, you know, uh-huh. I don't know what they have going on in Czechoslovakia, but they don't have a Pixar, and I know that to be true. Um, but basically, it's just the weirdest movie in the most cursed animation style, and they've been using clips of this woman, like, for any sort of reaction. Like, she keeps things in her boobs, like, including a huge melon or a head of lettuce and, like, hundreds of sharp nails. It's insane. Besties, yeah. I encourage you right now to Google Katie from Goat Story. You'll find a YouTube video that's like the best of Katie being iconic. Watch it and you will never be the same. It's it truly I watched I watched this like best of video on YouTube and 
Truly, like I'm looking at a picture of this woman right now. And so mm-hmm. she looks like she is just padded into oblivion, right? Her hips are enormous and her breasts oh, are natural. enormous. And then she's got this itty bitty waist, these jagundous eyes, huge cheekbones, pointy little chin, little Terrifying. pigtails, wearing, and it's like medieval times, right? Except for her dress is cut so low. And then it's also backless, which mm-hmm. interesting. It's like a plunging neckline and backless. And backless during medieval times <laughs> in Czechoslovakia. And this is and a children's she, movie. And, which is blows my mind because she also is so overtly sexual, right? So there's like a She's moment where she walks. She's fully nude. She has one scene where she leans out the window. She goes, I'm about to get undressed near my window. And then you, she steps away and you just watch the shadow of it. At one point, yeah. she opens a wooden door, scratches the wood, smiles, and then just walks in. And you're like, oh my <laughs> God. And you're right. It's she wild. just keeps things in her cleavage. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Besties, our producers have just let us know. Our social scientists have just let us know that Czechoslovakia is not a place anymore. It is it's, now the Czech Republic. Who and knew? It has been for I quite didn't. some time. Uh, Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Actually, this is not allegedly. This is fact. Uh, This is actual geography. And um, this is the kind of hard-hitting news you get on the social dose. To just put a period on the Katie storyline, besties, I saw a tweet that reveals the end of the film in which she gets hanged. She Like, they kill her for some reason. Um, But actually, the gag is, it was a goat dressed as her who had a pipe down its throat so its neck didn't break when it was hung. Uh, So a really happy ending for this children's movie, straight from the Czech Republic. I encourage everyone to watch it. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Did you... uh, Oh, should we we move on? (laughs) Or did you want to keep talking about Katie? No, that was the period at the end of the Katie Oh, that was the period. Okay, great. We can move on. Okay. Okay, Michaela, we are gay and we are already going to hell. Uh Oh, wait, no, I have to do the liner. Okay. You do. But you can say that. (laughs) Listeners, we have to address the elephant in the submersible. Last week, debris from the Ocean Gate Titan was found, officially stopping the search for the vessel. But what hasn't stopped are all the submarine memes. We're journalists here at The Social Dose, so we did feel the pressure, specifically the sub-imploding 4,000 tons of it, to report on the ocean of submarine jokes. Michael Judson Berry with more. In case you were not near a screen at all in the last five days, not even on social media, but near the news, you might have missed this submarine tragedy where a group of five men, incredibly wealthy people, went on a trip down to see the Titanic and the submarine went missing for four days. They could not find it. The boat lost contact with it roughly an hour and 45 minutes into its dive. And they knew that there's only so much oxygen. So a huge search went underway. And yes, they just found debris. They turned out, it turns out it most probably did implode right near the Titanic, but everyone was glued to this news story for the last few days. And uh, I think because it's incredibly rich people doing something like this, people felt compelled to make fun of it. And it's become a really hot topic. Um, We obviously all saw the memes. I think a lot of us had a good laugh at the memes, even though people died. And I think that's become this really interesting discussion where since it's because it's billionaires who died in a very specific way, people either are like, yes, this was hilarious and these memes are very, very funny, or they're like, this is in such bad taste. And what what do you think, Paris? Where Where's your stance on this? I love, Michael, how you've been getting more let's hear both sides lately in a way that I've been kind of like, huh? 
Um, and I love that you're doing that here because this is definitely like a hotly debated topic. Yeah. I personally don't give a shit when stupid rich people die in stupid rich people ways. I do, however, feel bad for the 14-year-old boy that didn't want to go and only went because it was like a Father's Day thing. Yeah. That is tragic. Yeah. The rest of them, a rich pack of idiots. We're ta- we talk about eating the rich all the time. Like, this is truly like in the town square throwing tomatoes at rich idiots who could have used this money to make our world a better place and decided instead to do this. I think we are entitled as people that aren't rich and not dumb enough to make a decision like this to have that laugh. Yeah, because it was $250,000 per person. A quarter of a million To go down. And in sort of a shoddy craft, which even James Cameron has come out. I saw on Instagram, James Cameron came out and broke down the, well, of course, because also the amount of memes where they were like people at typewriters being like James Cameron writing Titanic 2, based on the submersible (laughs) story. (laughs) So maybe he felt the need to address this, but then he broke down and he was like, there was no way this was not going to happen. This was inevitable. But Okay, so the ones that I do feel pretty comfortable laughing at is the ones where we are now roasting each other. Um, like the TikTok. Oh, so you just at, feel, so you are fully, you feel bad about this. You so, feel bad about okay. the memes because people thing, died. So I have seen all these memes and yes, I, I've been getting a good chuckle at them. Like I saw one where it was like the crafted, but they painted it yellow and put spirit on the side, like spirit airlines. <laughs> like a spirit submarine. Yes. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I am one of those people laughing at it, but. I do kind of, a bit of me feels bad because people still died and they had like, yeah. they had families That's fair. You're not alone. You're definitely not alone. Because, and although I have enjoyed the ones where it's like, this is why we need to tax the rich so that they don't do dumb shit and kill themselves. Like, yeah, we need to protect them from themselves. <laughs> it's it's it for their own good that we need to tax them. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. This is where I'm bringing it up because it's been sort of an internal conflict for me where like, I am one of those people seeing these memes and gifts and laughing at them. But a little part of my brain is like, but now I feel a little bit guilty. That's okay. You're also a Gemini. You're you're famously known for being able to see both sides of things and like have empathy for both and like find like the silver lining because like you're really good at seeing the good in people. Oh. Um, I can almost never find it. So for me, I'm like die, <laughs> send more but, of them down there. <laughs> but like this 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 TikTok which I really loved from um, uh, at Clara Shea, which is it's actually Bill Hader doing his dance, which we're going to talk about later in the episode, in surrounded by flames, and it's the yeah. the. Uh, comment is all of us getting denied at the gates of heaven after laughing at all the submarine memes. And I saw another one of those this morning where it was a guy just sort of snapping a receipt and it was like, God looking at all the submarine memes that I laughed at. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that one too. I was like, yeah, Yeah. that's, it's, if we weren't gay and already going to hell where all the cool kids will be anyway, I would feel Uh, bad. It's going to be a party. I I loved like, because like this it was like a news story that became a trend that became a trend on a trend. And it just yes. like became so many permutations of it. I saw one going around that was like, how would you exit the submarine? Like, how would you like leave the water? Yes. When people thought we were still going to find it. Yeah. Matt XIV on Twitter. He did like the gif of Lady Gaga when she like emerges from the pool in the poker face video between the two <laughs> great Danes. I was like, that's cunty. That's how you get out of the sub. There were too many to even write down the amount of I know, it got, memes from it, this. It, it's already like reached maximum capacity. It's old. It's at the um, point where you can just Google best memes and just look at all the compilations. Yeah, find a compilation because the, the pickings were there. We will be right back after these quick messages. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. And we're back. Have you seen the movie Ma with Octavia no. Spencer in that mushroom Oh, wig? no, but I've heard it's amazing. Well, there's like a, a funny reaction gif of her where she's like behind a brick wall in the foreground and she's like spying on some kids in the background, like knowingly. And I guess like, I don't know, like the Navy or the Coast Guard, some organization allegedly came out and was like, yeah, we actually heard the sound of the implosion like the day of. Uh-huh. And for that to be like not mentioned until days later and they're like oh yeah we knew that it imploded um that was hilarious and then for them to use that gif of ma being like "Hmm." it was like uh the navy watching everybody Uh like search and spend millions of dollars trying to find the submersible that they know is already gone uh did you see the ones where it was like the navy searching for the submersible and it's taylor swift diving into this into the stage in her tour (laughs) where she dives into the water there were those ones um oh also this is how sick and twisted so i'm also one of those people it's all the sound of the implosion is all over TikTok. Yeah. So many yeah. people have the it. And right before this, just pressure. because Yeah. Well, and people really yeah, have all moment. those like biology memes where people are like, this is how implosion works. Yeah. Uh where like all the people with like beer cans getting them warm and then like mm-hmm. putting them in cold water and then you know, it's all like yeah. science fair experiments. But I'm that sick person because I knew we were gonna talk about this. I was like, okay. Let me just look it up. And I put it into TikTok. And it's it's hundreds of just the audio clip of yeah. creators using this audio clip. And again, I think that's an interesting conversation where it's like you're yeah. using literally the sound of five people dying on your page. And it's yeah. like, but it is horrifying. You hear it and you're like, <gasps> yeah, but it's, I it's don't like, know. Also, I think this is crushing. It's crushing. Oh, no. Um <laughs> And again, sorry, this is a particularly funny conversation, but this has also got me thinking about another thing. And again, like, feel free to cut me off if you're like, no, Michael, we're here to have fun and not have serious discussions. But <laughs> No, this, um, is, this is good discourse, I think. Oh, gosh, wait, now the thought just left my brain. Oh, no, what I think is interesting about this, because I've been talking to a lot of people about why this is such a hot story when there's so many other things going on in the world, when there's, you know, that boat of refugees where, like, all those people capsized and died and most of them are still missing. And they're like, why aren't people talking about this? Exactly. Um, And I think because this place, it's almost like a true crime thing, not true crime, but it plays in that part of our brains where it's like, we knew it was a finite amount of time. We knew it was only mm-hmm. going to be like four days tops. So the media was like, yeah. great. But I think this like plays into so many people's fears. It was a mini series where it's like people who are either claustrophobic or scared of water or scared of the dark mm-hmm. or scared of like orcas. heights or depths or orcas. <laughs> oh my God, those memes where it's like the, the orca did, narrative time where they had the Game of Thrones character and it's like, tell them it was me. And they put an orca yeah. face on, on her. Um, <laughs> But I, I think it's just, it was just like, people are like, I can't believe the media is covering this. And it's like, I get it though. It's a 
bri- it plays into so much of what the media goes. It's such a great, yeah. It's a, not great. That's the wrong word, but such an interesting story. It was compared- like a perfect storm of like a media news cycle. And the fact that it's like billionaires. So they're just removed from us. It's like the most darkest Mm -hmm. episode of Housewives where you're like, Mm -hmm. I think it's the part of us that loves Bravo TV. We're like, because I can't really relate to them because I can't spend $250,000. So I can be fascinated by this like really morbid story. It's like in one of the first couple seasons where because of the show, well, maybe because of the show, I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Taylor Armstrong's husband committed suicide. And it was like, oh, that's actually a real person who actually committed suicide because of this superficial entertainment drama, (gasps) maybe. Uh So it's like, yeah, when things that get close to those lines of moral ambiguity and you're like, how much more can we laugh at this without feeling bad? Michael, I actually have a moral question for you. Okay. If this was a billion, let's say billionaire, douchey, whatever, we don't, we can just assume that the billionaire isn't a good person. Let's just say that. Um, Let's say they were like big game hunting and they were like trying to kill like a mother elephant and the mother, or a baby elephant and the mother elephant killed that man. Uh-huh. How would you feel laughing about that? Okay, this actually just happened. I saw it in the news. This actually oh recently God, happened it? where a couple of oh, poachers good. were killed by the by oh, um, the animals they were hunting. So, I don't know. I will always root for the animal in that situation because yeah, I think yeah. big game hunting, A, is terrible and should not happen. Horrible. Uh, and we usually are encroaching upon their territory. So, uh, again, like, I'm always going to side with the animal. I don't know if I'll find it funny, but in my brain, I'm going to be like, go mother elephant, you know? And as someone who has been charged, almost killed by elephants in, when I was in Namibia, I did get charged by mother elephant. Um, (laughs) And I probably also would have been like, if it was me, I'd probably been like, well, he got too close. You know, (laughs) I couldn't fault her. They had babies and our truck got too close to them. And so she charged our truck. We just happened to be also surrounded by hyenas and two adolescent rhinos who were also not particularly happy to have us there. It was... (laughs) It was a real, like, Lion King nightmare type of scenario, and I'm still very impressed we made it out alive. And I'm happy to laugh about that. (laughs) And with that, besties, (laughs) let's kick it over to a little break and come back with something a little less, you know, a little less challenging. CapCut has done it again, even though we repeatedly asked them not to. A new visual meme has emerged, and this time it's SNL star and comedian Bill Hader dancing like a, and I quote, Little Stinker. Paris with more. Okay, y'all. This one is <laughs> coming out of the woodwork, I think. It's a Bill Hader <laughs> clip that's from a sketch from SNL from 2015 that was cut for time. So it's like a deep, deep cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The sketch is called The Allen, which I definitely recommend watching it on YouTube. But the gist is a couple comes home to a gift. It is uh, Bill Hader in a box. The product is called the Allen, and he just kind of dances around in place like a little stinker. Um, it's pretty funny, <laughs> pretty stupid. Uh, but now they used the magic of technology to cut his little dance body out, and now they're just sticking in places. Michael, where have you seen our new Pedro Pascal sandwich friend being stuck where he doesn't belong? <laughs> um, well, obviously, I I saw the one about this immersible that we mentioned, where it's him in hell. Um, in hell, mm-hmm. in hell. Uh, there was one that I really related to, which again, sorry, I, I, I pride really did my brain in, and I didn't write down any of the the actual names of the people who shared anything. But there was one Academy where it's do that. I know, but but but, but um. 
<laughs> I don't know what that sound just was, but I did not do ketamine. The hardest thing I did was ibuprofen um, and a lot of it. Uh, no, just a so little the, stinker. Just a little stinker. The best one I, that I really related to, which actually this feels really relevant to this particular moment in time, is it was like the inside of my brain. And it's just him dancing around like piles of papers and notes and stuff where it's just like, I can't get anything organized in my own brain. My brain's just a little stinker right now. And I was like, yes, this makes sense to me. How about you? Yeah. I saw one that was really cute and I also related to it. It was him just like dancing in an office and it said the inside of my brain when someone is giving me verbal instructions. Oh, I which saw is that like one so too. true. I'm like, you're wasting your time. Just like show me the graphic, show me the visual, show me like a thing. Cause your words are going in one ear and out the other. Especially yes. when people try to give you like directions to places uh-huh. with just words. I'm like, Save, save your breath, Linda. If I'm not writing this down, this is useless to me. Yeah. <laughs> and that one, that was from at Call Me By Your Carl, correct? That Come one on, we do Carl. Have. Come on, Carl. Call Me By Your Carl, which I love that name. Uh, oh, gosh. My personal version of that would be when somebody tells me their name. It goes in and out. Oh, yeah. I'm so yeah. bad at names. I will remember <laughs> everything else. I'll see somebody four years later, and I'm like, I know that you are from Nebraska, that you dislike olives, that you're obsessed with Maury Povich, um, but I don't yeah. know what you're called. What's your name? You know? <laughs> I don't know what you're called. Call me by your Carl. You know what? I'm just going to call everyone Carl now. <laughs> yeah, I, too, have a bad thing with names. But unlike you, I'm also bad when people talk about themselves, and I always forget stuff, and I'm a bad friend and probably just a self-involved bitch because of that. Okay, well, but like sometimes people say things and I'm like, I don't know if you've already told me this or if this is the first time and I don't know how I should react. Okay. <laughs> I mean, then I must be the worst for you because I'm a chronic repeater because no, I have such perfect. a poor short-term memory. So I tell the same stories over and over again as if it's new. Yeah. And, and so a lot of you times I, probably, I don't remember. So, so our whole friendship, time. we've had six conversations. We just have them over and over yeah. again. And it's new for us both every time. There's a couple of your classic stories that I do remember, and those will always stay with me. And that's how we know that we're truly friends, Michaela. Yes. Oh. But back to this. So are you sweet. sick of CapCut at this point? It's just like a meme generator. Is this no, content? No, I love CapCut. It, I, I think it's really clever and fun. I, I really enjoy them. I love when there's a new one. Like like this, the Bill Hader one made me so happy. I was like, yeah. I, I love when people do nonsense like this. It always makes me giggle. Well, you know, in a similar vein, all of the... Um, I think you should leave memes of that guy. What's his name from I think you should leave? Tim Robinson. Yes. Thank you, social scientist. Chelsea. Emmy winner, Tim Robinson. I ended up watching that show and it's actually such a really, it's like a really good sketch Mm -hmm. show. So if a meme can get you to like look into a piece of media, like I watched this Bill Hader sketch I'd never seen before. If a meme can introduce you to a new piece of media, more power to Mm -hmm. it. More memes. Yeah. That's how I discovered Philomena Kunk. If you don't know yeah, her, and you love that her. British, so fun. Where I found her I like, little snippets on TikTok, and then I watched her whole Netflix series. So like, mm-hmm. eh, thank God for social media. <laughs> thank God for the internet. It's a beautiful right. place for the cream to rise to the crop. No, the cream to rise to the top. The cream the top, of the crop the... rises to the top, famously. Oh, yes. We'll be right back after this. We're going to go organize our thoughts. Slash Bill Hader is just going to stinkily dance in our brains for a second. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And we're back. Our final story, this new TikTok sound lets users express what their own personal version of hell looks like. From dating apps in the same city for five years to Trader Joe's at peak hours, which, ugh, we've all been there. You don't need to tell us to go to hell because we're already there. That's right, besties. We sure are. Every day I wake up, I think, is this the worst timeline? (laughs) Um, Okay, but this trend, though, uses a song that literally everybody knows, and I never knew who sang it, and I still don't, even though it's written right here in front of me. It's that song that's like, I'm already there. Take a look around. And I don't know any of the other words, and no one else does. I'm going to assume that that song is from an artist that came from American Idol, I want to say. It says here that their name is Lone Star. I don't know that man. Um, But Uh, the song's from 2001, and TikTok has brought it back from the dead for this specific trend, Michael. What examples have you seen of this being used? Uh, Oh, uh, sorry. Also, real quick, and you said American Idol. All I heard was Kelly Clarkson going, a moment like this. Because they're actually similar. That's probably why you thought that. Some people wait in a lifetime. Okay. Um, This comes back to Kelly. I saw one that made me laugh that I, as someone who finds shopping deeply uncomfortable, I really related. (gasps) This is from At the Adventures of May. And it's her just sort of standing there and like a black t-shirt and black sweatpants that almost look like scrubs, this woman. And she, it says, when someone says go to hell, but you're at the mall at 3 p.m. on a Saturday and you're hot, hungry, shaky, and overstimulated and nothing's fitting properly. Uh, That's me every time. Oh no, Michael, we should go shopping together. We need to do a mall montage. You know I love a mall montage. You do and you do them well, but I just like, oh, it's so uncomfortable for me. I went shopping once with a friend. She made me try in something like 42 pairs of pants. And to me, I... That would have been this. That was my hell. I will say there are, like, there's a few times in your life that you do have to put in that work, but only, like, three times total ever. And two of them, you're a child. You know what I mean? That's true. Buying denim is hard work. I saw one where it was from user at Snackswell, S-N-A-C-S-W-E-L-L. And it said, when I won't refund Karen's $55 order because her family ate everything and she tells me to go to hell. <laughs> Everyone that works in customer service, if a, if a customer tells you go to hell, that is the first thing that we think. We always think, I'm already here, Denise. Having this conversation with you is my idea of hell. So thank exactly. you for bringing us both here. Yes, because he works at where I'm looking at the video it's right like now. It's like a Wendy's. I can't I tell what like, that is. It's like a Wendy's or a Burger King. It's some sort of fast food restaurant. And yeah. Yeah. I, oh, no, it's Jersey Mike's. Sorry, it's a Jersey Mike's. Oh, working at Jersey Mike's probably is hell. <laughs> it's like I'm a, when Karen is like, go to hell. It's like, girl, I work at Jersey yeah. Mike's. I'm already there. Not the insult you think it is, Karen. Yeah. And I love when people make these videos. They're, they're just standing there with like flat affect. They're like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dead inside. You have, if you're going to top on this trend, besties, you have to give dead inside. Oh, totally. That's very yes. important. <laughs> so what would be your version of this if you were to do this one? It would be me when I worked at the mall. I have spent maybe like, I don't know, a total of 10 years of my life working in malls. 
And I distinctly remember like one time, it was like during COVID, I was working, I worked retail during COVID. Ooh. That was my idea of hell. Yeah. At one point, we had like one, I, went, I can't say where I worked, but we had one door for entering and one door for exiting. And it was like through traffic only. Like you can only come in this way and you can only exit that way. How efficient. And this woman was trying to leave through the entrance and like getting way too close. It was still social distancing. It was all that. And I was like, oh, hi, ma'am. Thank you so much. Um, but we actually are going to direct you to this exit. Uh, this is an entrance only. Uh, I appreciate you understanding. And she's like, well, I just want to exit right there. Why can't I just go there? And I was like, well, just for safety precautions, I, I appreciate you understanding. Just we're going to have you exit this way. She said, I don't understand. And I said, well, you have made that much clear. Now, goodbye. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, go, bitch. It's like the doors are like 10 feet apart, Linda. Go. <laughs> I'm already there. Take a look around. That's a Kelly Clarkson song. I am going to allege that it was stolen from Kelly Clarkson, allegedly. (laughs) Back in 2001, when that song came out. (laughs) Before Kelly Clarkson's song ever came out. I don't know the timeline. I don't either. What's yours, Michael? What's your idea of hell? The first one that sprung to mind, again, it was like a day job. I think we all, a lot of us Uh worked in any customer service day job thing. Often it's going to be that. So I worked at... um, TKTS in Times Square. So if people don't know this, it's where it's in Times Square in Manhattan where people go to get discounted theater tickets to Broadway shows. And you stand in line forever to get these tickets. So I was one of their theater nerds who my job was to see the Broadway shows and just stand and answer questions about them. Uh, It was actually a really fun job. TKTS was not the Sounds fun. Sounds like you'd be really good at it. I I was fabulous at the job. I loved it. Uh, But something about working in Times Square, and I remember one specific day where it was like a hot day. It had just poured rain. So it was like steamy and you're in Times Square. It was packed. It just smelled like you were standing in pee. And then a whole horde- smell too. Yes. And all the Times Square characters were out there. But then this horde of like, you know those Jesus people who have megaphones oh. who scream oh. you're going to hell? And then they also have yes. bells and like instruments and big banners and they just sort of parade around chanting Ugh. them. Like, and they're so Ugh. loud and in your face, like people with megaphones screaming at me that I was going to hell. And my first thought was like, you showed up and I am now here. I'm already here. Yes. <laughs> you don't got to tell me twice. You're here with me. Well, Diva, you got your wish. Oh, that's miserable. At that yeah. point, give me the Elmo suit. I am slipping out. Undetected. I'm leaving. Working in Times Square. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I think it was the same day too. I think I had a guy come up and just punch me in the back of the head, and then just go, and then just keep walking. And to be fair, that was not the worst part of the day. And I'll be honest, I wasn't on my meds that day, so I apologize. I knew that's how I knew you. Well, have you seen the back of your head? It's very punchable. I've so I've been told. So that's them's that know me well call me punch in the back of the head michael that's, that's that was my first aol screen name well that is all for today yes it is oh my god don't forget to catch up with us besties on our socials thank you so much for listening leave us messages at the social and we might share them on the show oh what's that <gasps> what oh my god michael speaking of messages we actually have one from joshua in oakland california Joshua said this. This is my impression of Joshua. Ready? Okay, great. Hi, my name is Paris Nicholson, and for my audition, I'll be doing the role of Joshua, the person who wrote in this letter. Thank you. I'm 6'2". I was going to say, yeah. 
Please keep looking for this year's Song of the Summer, because Mbop 2.0 by Busted and Hanson might just cut through a gay pool party and a straight chili fest. That is all. Keep being funny, besties, and happy San Francisco Pride. Aww. Well, first of all, that was amazing. You have a call back <gasps> next you. Thursday at 3 p.m. Uh, oh! Oh! And also... I, I love that. I like that the that Josh kept the requirements to like a gay pool party, but also a straight chili fest. Yeah, gotta remember both. He understands. Josh gets it. And here's the thing: we are entering the point. It's it's kind of like the final moments the of a race for Song of the Summer. Countdown. Sadly, Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice, the song that they did for the Barbie soundtrack, Barbie World, I don't think is going to be the song of the summer. I thought Mm. it was, which is really disappointing for me. The song's only like 45 seconds long, basically, which was really sad. Um, The song's great. I love it. I'm still a Barb, so I'll be having it on repeat, but I don't think it's going to make big waves the way we want it to. I Uh did, however, listen to this Mbop 2.0, Josh, Uh and I actually love it. I don't know that it can make song of the summer, especially with Barry Pie out there, Um, Uh but I do enjoy it, and I will be adding it to my playlists. I, I haven't heard it yet. I need to, that's what I'm going to do immediately after this. It's grungy. It reminds me of something that would play during like Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Okay. Any like Lindsay Lohan led movie. Okay. It's on the soundtrack Ooh. of that. It has that vibe. I love those kind of songs. So you think it could be Padam? Because Padam, Padam, I feel like, is getting beyond the, uh, it's moving beyond just gay culture. Padam has superseded gay culture and is now in yeah. the mainstream culture yeah. in a way that I did not anticipate and it looks like it might be a Padam summer. Um, uh-huh. My current front runner is still Dance the Night by Dua Lipa from the Barbie soundtrack because I feel like once the movie launches it's going to be just okay. just bigger enough to overtake Padam's eventual uh-huh. growth that we anticipate. I'm, but stay tuned Padam. besties for Song of the Summer forecasts Tune in to Thursday's episode, where we will continue this conversation. It's an important one. It is. And with that being said, I need to go find a new way to trick a billionaire out of a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, and I just booked a new gig as the new Allen doll, so I need to climb into that box over there. Much like the Florida woman who just got arrested for driving around with a pickup truck with a man in a dog cage in the back. <laughs> that just also was on my Instagram this morning and it made was me Was that my laugh. mom? That was your mom. I knew it. I don't know that that's not my mom. I have to check <laughs> in. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling, friends. The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. 